0: Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray, Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Greetings, couplings, yeah. and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight we record episode 130 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, the best Nintendo only show on the PSVG podcast network. I think I can say that without upsetting anybody else on the team. What do you think about that? Uh, this evening we're going to talk about Animal Crossing's place in the Nintendo IP catalog. Possibly, potentially Donnie eating some crow. But before we do, I'd like to thank all of those that produce the show over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So many, many thanks go to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Borbodi, Coach Mo, who I will be hanging out with tomorrow night for NFL Draft Watch Party. We did this a couple years ago. A lot of people enjoyed it. I don't know how many people are going to join us tomorrow, but if you're hearing this, uh, it's draft day. If you're hearing this on Thursday, we're going to be hanging out. So come join the Discord, jump into the voice chat, or if you want to hang out on the webcam, DM me. Shoot me your thing. I'll get you in the call. But uh, Coach Mo and I are going to go live just talking, to the, talking about the NFL draft while we're uh, while we're uh, watching and uh, hopefully in, you know enjoying dinner or whatever drinks. Uh, thanks, Chris McElfresh, Devin Ties, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, and Nick Falhaber. So thank you so much for helping us produce the show. Um, we got a lot to talk about tonight. A lot to talk about tonight. It's been an interesting week here in Nintendo Land. Um, but before we do, let's catch up on what we've been up to. Rebecca, how's your week? How you doing?
1: My week has been a little bit busier than normal. Um, not quite as much gaming as I was bragging about last week. Um, but I was still managed to get in more Animal Crossing, as always. Got to check my island every single day. I've got my Nook's Cranny upgrading. Um, it was closed today, so I'll have all the upgrades tomorrow. Um, so I've just been doing more of that. I don't really think I have anything new to add about that. Um, over the weekend, I got back into Rocket League a little bit. Um, because they had added a new mode um, called Heat Seeker, which was kind of a little bit like Pong. Um, For those, I guess, who maybe aren't familiar with Rocket League, it's kind of like soccer, but with cars. That's like the best way to describe it. But this mode specifically was when you hit the ball, it would like purposely seek the other person's goal and kind of like lock into it. And every time you hit it, it goes faster and faster. It's kind of like Pong um that sounds I very really fun it, it was so with, much with fun the full,
0: the full teams on both sides 3v3 3v3 okay
1: 3v3. so like i'm not really good at flying in that game but that game got me a lot better at flying that mode um so i was playing that on saturday um with my boyfriend sam and his cousin um who lives pretty far away um, we were able to play with the the cross play. Um, and then we went to go play it again on Monday, but it turned out that it was over. The event was over in just one weekend, Aww. which I, I remember it in the past that Rocket League had a couple of like special modes sure. um, mm-hmm. that went on, I thought, for longer than just one weekend. Um, but I was thinking back to last week about how we were talking about how Splatoon rotates um, their different modes. Um, and I really wish that like, they would have a category with all of the special moves and maybe just rotated them because now I might never get to play Heatseeker again Sure. if they if they never bring it back. And I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun.
0: Your description had me thinking of like table hockey.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like that.
0: Yeah, It sounds fun. If I known that that hit was it, going on, go
1: faster and faster and faster.
0: Yeah, and if, if I had known that was going on, I would have jumped in and played too. That sounds like fun. I'm not and, very good at rock league, but that sounds like something yeah, everybody could be good at.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But did I was you play on, on Twitch. I was on Switch. I was doing cross play Switch with two PS4 players, which is really uh,
0: nice. Okay.
2: And, and played fine on Switch?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, um, there's like two modes there's a performance mode and I think like a graphics oh. mode that you yep. can choose between. Um, I choose the performance mode. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it plays fine. I cool. don't really notice too much of a difference. The only difference that I think makes, um, like the PlayStation version a little bit better is mm-hmm. the, um, what are they called the triggers how like you can kind of control your speed a little bit better okay because like you know like with the the playstation controllers you can push it down like slightly yeah, to yeah, go yeah. Like, that's oh, true. Yeah. yeah that's the only advantage that i think the playstation has over um the switch but otherwise it's pretty pretty similar cool um so i'm still thinking about he's Seeker and can't be playing it um I didn't finish Gris, but I kept playing it. I, I thought that I would have a little bit more time to play it this week, but um, I only got to, I think, the second color. So I had like the red color. Yep. Added the green. Yep. It's so beautiful. Yep. The, the art style reminds me of um, Do you know Child of Light? That oh, game. Mm-hmm. yeah like the watercolor that game. Yep. aesthetic yeah. mm-hmm. i just kept thinking about that the entire like the two games are nowhere near similar but just the art aesthetic um they're similar it. yeah mm-hmm.
0: it has that canvassy like you said a watercolor kind of mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. but even like the lines like kind of have like that softness to it it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like a motion you know it's like you know a masterpiece art just it in really, motion it's it, so I, beautiful
1: i feel like i'm not Maybe it'll get a little bit better as I go on, but I feel like I'm not really sure, like what what's going
2: on, like what I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing. Are you it's just kind of, going through like platforms, or yeah, it's, it's, and it's just a jump button. In this there? is like, going to make
1: it sound bad, but it's not a bad thing. It's almost like a walking simulator type of game where okay. I'm just walking and jumping it's and fine. moving, and mm-hmm. like the the environment interacts as you walk and jump and move. Okay. Um, and that sounds bad, but it's not bad. Mm-mm. It's pretty. No, I and love it. It's at all. soothing. And this week has been a little bit stressful with um, the stuff going on at work. So, like, I, I do wish I had jumped into it a little bit more. This is like a this is a good calming. You know, I think you're the
0: side only side. other person here on the entire team that's ever played this game. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think when it came out, I, I think I may have done like three or four straight podcasts about it. Like everybody has to play green. I don't know if ever, anybody did. Maybe Kyle. It. Like Kyle it's usually dabbles. Different. Into I think it's just yeah, a lot of folks aren't really into that. It's the gameplay is minimal. But uh that doesn't mean that it's not special. Like you've got to find out how to trigger all the events in the scene to get to the next scene to get to the next environment. And uh, yeah. the use of colors plays. a part. I feel
1: like I have a lot of aha moments with it, mm-hmm. like where it's not hard to figure out, but it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize I could do that. Like, yep. There's also a lot of leaps of faith. Like I get to a cliff and there's nothing. And it's just like, okay, there's nowhere else to go. I guess I'm jumping. But when
0: you hit one of those transitional cutscenes,
1: Yeah, where it adds the color. So beautiful. So beautiful.
0: It's it's worth it.
1: Yeah. Um, That's it for Nintendo. I'm still kind of working my way through Mass Effect on PlayStation. That's cool. It's going well. Still
0: PlayStation 3 of all things.
1: Still PlayStation 3 of all things.
0: Goodness, that's terrible. <laughs> that's awful. I mean, I've, I feel bad for you now. I haven't told the story yet because uh, it's a Nintendo show. We won't talk about it. But uh, I offered my my PlayStation 4 yeah. to, to you. And then literally the next day I was on a podcast and, and Lucas was talking about wanting one. I was like, hey, if you want it. And uh, we looked at the, the prices online. He was like, never mind. Uh, I'm good. I'll just keep waiting. I was like, okay, I'm going to list it. Sold in 20 minutes.
1: Wow. Like
0: wow. For, for basically the price that I paid for it.
1: People want games <laughs> right crazy. now. I feel like this is what people are doing. I know so many like non-gamers who are getting into games right now yep. just because that's like Cabin the fever. thing to do right now. They're
0: all stuck in. Yeah, they're all stuck there. They got they got nothing else to do. So it mm-hmm. makes all the sense in the world. But I was I was impressed. I was like, because I listed it for the lowest buy it now price on that was currently going. And I was like, wow. we'll see if somebody takes it. And 20 minutes later, I was like, Lucas, it's old. He was like, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, crazy, crazy. Uh, what about you, Garrett? What you up to?
2: Uh, so I've been uh, playing more Mario Plus Rabbits. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm almost done with that game. So apparently after the third world, there, I think this is the last world. It, it really feels like it. I'm probably on the second to last level or something. I'm facing... The rabid version of Wario and Waluigi, if if you remember that one. That one
0: doesn't ring a bell in terms of like how far into the game I was, but it's been a minute, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, but I, I I basically went through the story. It looks like I'm about to face the final boss or whatever it is. I think the little dude like fused into this firebird phoenix. I'm like, I have no clue what's going on. I just like the gameplay of this game. So, <laughs> um, finally got Yoshi in there. Um, so
0: what world are you I- on?
2: I'm on World Four. I'm basically almost there, and then I'll I'll get through the DLC as well. Um, I looked up at
0: a chapter list, and it went one, two, three. I didn't realize that they were oh, all like in sub menus, so I had to expand right. them.
2: But yeah, you're you're getting there. The naming conventions and everything. Yeah, so so I've been playing that. I haven't been playing much games this week just because of just life, class, and work. So I I haven't been playing too too much. Uh, but I'm almost done with that game. Uh, I'll probably stream it and finish it out this weekend. Um, and so the next game is is a little bit um, interesting because, you know, when I was talking to you guys after the podcast last week, um, I was like, you know what? I've never played the Zelda game before <laughs> or, or I played it. I haven't beaten
0: it. You're going to admit to this uh, live for everybody else to, it, to ridicule yes. you.
2: I'm going to admit to it live. I am starting to play Ocarina of Time yeah. on, on 3DS. Um, I and again, I I haven't had much time this week. so just bear with me. I'll be full steam ahead after I'm done with Mario Plus rabbits. Um, I just got done with like the tutorial first kind of like tree mission. get I, your I, sword, get your
1: shield, talk I, to the tree.
2: Yep, I got I got all that. I beat the tree dungeon whatever it's it is and then I I left uh Kukri Forest. I I just left the lost woods. I have I have my 2DS right here. I just left the woods in the maze or whatever. So um, I'm going through that. I actually had another save file. I just had no idea where I was at or, or don't remember. I, I was not like too late into it anyway. So might yep. as well start over. Yep. It's uh, pretty fun so far. Um, you can tell it's a 64 game, but it actually runs pretty well in 3DS, like the controls and everything. I, I, I don't have too much struggle or trouble with it. Um, I like the music a lot. Um, it you know reminds me of Link to the Past as well. Um. So yeah, playing that will, and I will continue describing my journey as I go.
1: I'm curious about how what it's like to play that game for the first time in 2020. So
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like again, I think I said this before, on like the first time I was here. Um, I actually went over to a, a friend's place to play uh, this Zelda game when I was really young, and you know, he had the 64, he had Ocarina of Time, and I remember being shocked. Of how beautiful this game was, how free roaming it was, how you know the 3D game and everything, and I just had a Super Nintendo or whatever, um, and I was just amazed. And I never got in the game because I never knew what the the name of the game was, and and like I never knew um, who to ask for. Um, but I'm glad I'm getting back into it. Um, and then once I'm done with that, I'll head over to Majora's Mask as well because I haven't played that either. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep you guys updated. So excited for you.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Just just skip Majora and go straight to Wind Waker.
2: You know, I I could get uh, Wind Waker straight on that emulator. So, you know, that that could be pretty easy. Uh, Hopefully we could get a remake, but we'll see. Um, The next game, I I just wanted to mention, I haven't played too much again either. Um, I got into Stadia uh, because of the free trial. uh, What's going on with the pro um, until like June or July. And I was like, hey, this game's for free on Stadia. I wanted to get this game for a while. It's also on Switch and other consoles. And this is uh, SteamWorld Quest, Hands of Gilgamek. Um, so SteamWorld is, you know, Image Inform's Forms uh, flagship franchise. I think it's their only franchise. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but I love SteamWorld Dig 1 and 2 um, I and SteamWorld Heist. I love those games a lot. Um, so they just put the same kind of... Uh, Uh, steampunk kind of uh franchise into uh a turn-based strategy card game i'm like you just got yourself a gear game right there um so it's very much like slay the spire uh, but it's not roguelite it's a story so you just go through you build your deck and then you in combat you basically have a battle where you draw some cards you play exactly three cards and you Based off of those, you can attack monsters. You can defend yourself. Um, I like the story so far. Again, I only played 30 minutes of it, uh, so I, I don't have huge impressions on it, but I will be playing that a lot more because that, that really digs my style. I love those type of games. It's, it's uh, And it's deck building. It's accumulated over time, unlike Slay the Spire, where it's like you build your deck throughout the, I don't know, series of battles until you lose, and then yeah, you completely restart over with a different character, so... Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to, to start that game up and, and see where that goes from there. Uh, the last thing I want to mention, um, it's not a game per se, but um, I've been running this little experiment um, with with Animal Crossing. I, I haven't shared too much on the PSVG Discord, mainly in the UME and Capri Discord. They have a huge Animal Crossing fan base there. Um, basically, what I'm doing is I'm gathering data for turn up prices. And actually, I have seven-ish people right now, and they are recording all their prices on, uh, on this Google Sheet for me. And what I've been doing, I've been taking this class. It's the last class I'm, I'm ever going to take. Uh, basically, what it is is machine learning. So you build up this algorithm to predict uh, certain tasks or future. So what I want to do with these turnip prices is use this data to predict future prices. Um, so I can try to build up some form of an algorithm or model with the class I've taken and, and see where it goes from there. I know there's a lot of other, uh, AC turn up price websites. I've seen them. I've seen, I've seen the magic. I know people have cracked the case, but I want to see if I can do it myself. I think it's a fun little exercise. Uh, but yeah, if you are interested, I might share it out on, on the Nintendo shack discord, or if you could deem it, DM me. Um, I, I, like to take all the help I can get with this data.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, if I had known you were doing this, I'd been tracking my prices. I can send them to you.
2: Yeah, I'll send you. A, I'll send you the link. Uh, all right, it's just a Google Sheets link, and you just tap in what what your number is. Yeah. on that day is
0: the idea uh, to be able to possibly predict when Rebecca's price will spike. Like, hey, okay, yes. next week your your yes. bills are going to be super high.
2: Yeah, and like uh, hopefully ahead of like two or three days time or even a week would be fantastic yeah i would i would try to figure that out
0: That's super i know cool.
2: peop- i know people have figured it out i'll see if i can do it now <laughs> um but yeah that's what i've i've been up to
1: fun
0: mm-hmm. well before i jump in here anything i just want to turn a light over to the shack or to the chat where uh sean mm-hmm. is calling ocarina of time overrated <laughs> which is I don't insane. Dress the floor.
1: <laughs> I think I I've heard other people call it overrated as well. I think that um it might not live up to today's standard of Zelda games and games in general, but I think you have to recognize what it was for its time. Hmm. And that can't be overrated in my opinion.
0: Is this a case of not dying a hero living long enough to become a villain. I think oh, I think when you have a game that is so great um whether you want to call it like objectively great or subjectively, right? Either one, whenever you have anything that's so beloved and so adored throughout time, you will always start to generate some sort of resistance. I mean, I yeah. just think that's mm-hmm. just just natural. Anytime anybody's like Collectively, we can all agree this is great. There's somebody in the world like, um, actually, I didn't like it that much. And I thought it, I mean, that's just a natural, that's just human nature. It's just going to happen. Um, <clears throat> Garrett, I'm so happy for you because Ocarina of Time was the game that kind of like, I don't want to say got me started. I was definitely playing games before that, but there was definitely mm-hmm. like a turning point for gaming fandom for me. With mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, there was like, you know, that's like the the BCAD for Donnie is the time I played Ocarina of Time. It was before Ocarina of Time and then there was after Ocarina of Time. And I think a lot of folks that listen to our show know that if they listen, you know, to the type of games that I play, that that's like right in my wheelhouse. Like these open mm-hmm. world type adventure type of games. And I'm still amazed at Ocarina of Time in the sense of how much they did before kind of so many others. Um mm-hmm. Excuse me, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. It's like, terrible for a podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm about to sneeze. Um, The trading sequences and the way that the story unfolded, um, you know, like, there's a lot of sandboxy games um, that I don't feel like are as – have that feel. And I know it's a mirage. I understand exactly, like, all the tricks and everything that they tried to make it off. But the illusion is sound. Mm -hmm. How woven together that story is. How the story branches off into little side narratives. And how all the side narratives kind of compound on the main quest in your lead up to the final run. And the uh, the whole, you know, young adult, day, night, like the whole everything made that world feel so alive at the time. And it's easy to look back on it now and go, well, this isn't that and that's not this. But back then it was. It was all of it exactly. in the inside. um I spent lunch money printing off guides and secrets in the wow. library for this game. Like I'll never, ever not like remember that this game is a pillar of mine. It's such a huge moment. So um, Sean is welcome to his own opinion. Um, But well, he also
2: plays uh, that dragon quest builders too, instead of animal crossing. So I don't know. I don't hate him
0: for that. I think he's right there. Like I'm, I'm (laughs) all for him there. Like me, we we share some things, some things we don't, Um, we both, we both love Ori, but a Ocarina of time is truly great. So, okay. uh, I can't go down the overrated line of thinking. Um, some of the games I got into this week, uh, I'll talk about Mario Maker updates when we get to the news story. Uh, I'm playing a game called Hyper Jam, which I posted some videos of in the mm-hmm. Discord and uh, it was on sale last week. I used some gold coins. I think it was 12. I think I got it for 10. But you could get it on PlayStation or Xbox, I think, for 7. So I paid a little bit extra to play it on Switch and, uh, it's quite good. Uh, I don't think it's worth, Paying full retail for, uh, I, I, I think the the money spent, and that's only because it's uh it's it's pretty shallow and straightforward. It kind of has like one mode. It just have like this battle thing that you do. Um, you can play it different ways. You can play it solo with bots, which is always helpful. Like I, I never want to see a multiplayer focused game that you can't do that, right? So mm-hmm. you can play solo with bots. You can play local with friends, and then you can play online online matchmaking. So the idea of the game is it reminds me, um. Quite a bit of like bleeding edge. Did you play any of that, Garrett, on Xbox? I
2: haven't played that okay. yet.
0: So uh, it's 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 a brawler fighter type game. Okay. It's like a, a little uh, arena battler where you and three other people get dropped into a room, and the last person standing wins. Right? You gotta you gotta beat each other up. Um, but weapons drop in throughout the game. Now that's where you kind of have all. The uh, the different strategy of playing because they have melee weapons like swords, hammers, bats, or they have range weapons, you get like grenade oh. launcher, uh, and bow and arrow, like all kinds of different stuff like laser gun. Um, they all drop in and you can run and pick up wherever you want. You have a dash button and you have an attack button. So it's very simple. Right. You've got thumbstick, both triggers. It's very easy. Um, the entire thing is skinned in like this 80 laser neon synth type thing that has like that synth type music. The thing that's different between this one is like bleeding edge is very much like, you know, first person, third person, like you're on the ground, right? You're, you're seeing your own character. Mm-hmm. This one's top down. So think more of like okay. kind of like a twin stick shooter in perspective. Um, and you run around and you kill each other and it's quite fun because you have like these battles and they go in waves and the idea is to earn enough points. To, to eventually become the victor, you gotta gain like a thousand points to survive. Okay. So it's not simple as like kill everybody you win. There's like round one, round two, round three. Some of the matches I was going round eight, round nine, they go for a while. Um, so if you lose or you get beat by the environment or something, like you can still come back. Also, if you lose, you also have the ability to have like a little cursor and you can kind of drop bombs and earn points that way. So even if you're out, you're still in. Like there's still something worth playing, which is kind of fun. There's uh, some different types of characters. Um, I was playing as like this ghost writer type dude. Um, there's a couple of girls, another guy, and it's very like streets of rage, you know, kind of inspired. There's some of that into the character building and uh, it's it's good, it's real good. I could see somebody like Jason getting into it um, if you're really into competitive gaming. I played the multiplayer um for about an hour, an hour or two. It's kind of glitchy. I'm not gonna lie. There was some lag, um some you know some ghostings, some people disappearing and stuff, and catching back up and um, there was one point I just couldn't like attack. For a period of like 30 <laughs> seconds, like I was just pressing buttons that's and nothing right. was happening. Um, so it's a little a little light on that end. Uh, I also took uh, took a minute to find some matches. Good couple okay. minutes. So, you know, like that's why I'm saying don't go in all full price expecting like a big grand. You know, like it's not that. It's small. It's indie. You know, it's a little rough mm-hmm. around the edges. But if you're into that competitive um, you know, fighting stuff, there's something there to be had. I, I think it's good. It's quite good. Is it
2: like Hotline Miami, like where it's kinda. Like top down and kind of like moves? The it doesn't like, move yeah?
0: quite as fast, but yeah, kind of. It's kind of okay. like Hotline Miami, like the multiplayer battler.
2: And is there doors or, like, kind of huge terrain area? No.
0: You're pretty much locked in pretty close together, but the environment changes as the match goes on. So, like, uh, the floor tiles will open up or, like, things will swing by or, like, a subway will drive. You know, so, like, you can die in the environment as well as Mm. the other players. Cool. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm still playing good job. Um, It's still very fun. It's very good. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. But I will tell you that these type of games, like the puzzlers, especially when they get real puzzly and they really make yeah. you think hard, not really for me. Yeah. <laughs> like I started to quit. I'm like, oh, this sounds like – this feels like work, um, which is funny because that's what you're doing is work. But, uh, you know, it's uh, – you get to the point now where it's like I've got like conveyor belts and cranes and forklifts and, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm picking up entire like seats of people and I'm moving them all the way across the map and you're setting up chain reactions. Um my favorite parts of the game are the the dumber parts where you, like, blow up walls and you slingshot employees from one side to the other. And you can do that as much as you want. Um, some of the things I didn't talk about the game last week is it's quite... Um, they judge you on a lot of different levels. And I have not S-ranked anything. Like, it feels really hard to do. Oh, wow. So I've, I basically stopped caring. I'm just kind of, like, clearing levels, which is fine. That's a great way to play, I think, for me at least. Um, but I do like how they judge you. So they judge you by, like destroying the most valuable stuff. It's so like you earn money for like breaking uh, trophies okay. and picture frames and stuff like that. So you tally all that up and you get a grade. You also get a grade for how fast you completed a level, which is like the whole strategic right. you're smart, right? Then there's another grade for how much stuff you just like blow up. So I think it's weird, the S-rank part of it, and maybe it's because I'm just not very good, but they almost feel counterproductive.
2: Yeah, they're complicated. You know, to 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 bit.
0: Get enough money and blow up enough stuff means to use more time. So you're constantly mm-hmm. like if, – if you're trying to go for that S rank, you're trying to get the high ranking, you're constantly going to be like battling that. So I just quit. And uh, I did play at co-op. Me and Jack just like set up slingshots and we just launch employees across, watch them fold and fall around. Like we're just kind of blowing up walls and stuff like that. Um, having fun with it, which is – I do think is there's fun to be had, but it wears out its welcome. Like you can only do that for so long. You know, mm-hmm. I wish the objectives were more funny like that. And maybe they will become that. But so far, it's a whole lot of like, you know, connect the switches, uh, set up okay, the projector. Yeah. You know, like you're moving things from one side to the other. It That's would crazy. be really cool if it was like slingshot six employees out the window, you know, or like something like that. That would be a little bit more fun if it was a stuff like that or like, you know, spill the boss's coffee or stuff, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like a little slightly more goose game, just a little more jerkish. Right. I think I'd be a little bit more into it, but it's good. Don't, don't take that any, uh, it's nothing against the game. The game is quite good. Mm-hmm. You know, I will say today when we were playing co-op, notice some framiness, some slowdown. Uh, we were on a pretty big level with a lot of stuff, physics, uh, conveyor belts and boxes moving around and stuff like that. So I think I'm starting to point to the point where it's getting a little, little stressful.
1: Doesn't seem like the kind of game that, that, um, Wait, did you see like main like slow down like graphics like like the performance or the per-
0: performance like yeah. it was uh,
1: like the kind of game that should be doing that.
0: Yeah, I think I think that the issue is that the amount of things that you can interact with the environment on screen like you can basically move everything, everything is wow. destructible. So you can move like all the filing cabinets, all the chairs. You can blow up all the walls, all the picture frames. Objects. Yeah. So I uh, think right when there. you have a lot of that moving at one time. It's right. it's having a little performance. It's not much. It's playable. Don't get me wrong, but I noticed it, so you can feel the need to say it. And then uh, the last thing that I'll say before we hop into the news is I uh, I've been I've been feeling like I wanted to get into something. And uh, typically when I have this feeling, I jump into a Zelda game. Now I didn't want to restart Wind Waker because um, it still feels very fresh. I don't want to replay Twilight Princess because I mean I just I'm not that big of a Twilight Princess fan that I always want to redo it. Like I kind of want to redo it. You know, not once every year, once every few years. But I, I kind of want that experience, that big experience. Like, I was even like, man, I should just play Breath of the Wild again, because it's obvious that's kind of what I'm jonesing for. Like, I want to replay, like, a Far Cry or a Zelda game. I want to get into something. And uh, I completely forgot that I, this, this past fall I had bought and started Darksiders 2 on Switch. And I had played, like, the first... Uh, like the opening part and then into the second part where you, um, you, um, you get to the world tree and you take out the dude's demons and you start going underground and all that. And, uh, I was really impressed with the port. I think it's a great port, actually. I think it's one of the best ports on Switch in terms of graphics and performance. Now it's an old game. It's not to be like, you know, like I want it on, this is where I'm conflicted because I'm of two thoughts here. I want to say I don't want to give them credit for making a 10 year old game run well on Switch. But in the same breath, there are 10 year old games like Saints Row. That don't run do well on Switch, right? So it's like I'm, I'm conflicted. But uh, this one runs fantastic. It's beautiful. It looks every bit as good as I've seen it on anything else. I'm sure it's better if I went side by side. But on the Switch's little screen... It is as good as I've ever seen it. So I jumped into it, and I started playing it, and I got lost into it. And I played it for like four hours, and I'm so happy because it's one of my favorite games of all time. And if you love Zelda games and you've never played Darksiders 2, you owe it to yourself to give it a try. Mm-hmm. It's not that whimsical, cute little cherub tunic link, um, but the gameplay is quite familiar. And it's uh, it's basically uh, a tribute, an homage, a complete ripoff, whatever you want to call it, but it's basically Zelda game. And, I uh, had
1: no idea that game was like a Zelda game. I've you know seen it so many times, but no one. I've never heard that comparison.
0: Two more than the others. So like three is more right. like Dark Souls Act- is not misleading, but that's kind of what very they were going for. RPG. It's very actiony. One is more a brawlerish. Two is like the medium between the two. It has a good story, but it has incredible dungeons with lots of traversal. You were constantly like swinging across pillars and climbing walls and jumping across bridges and dungeon crawling. And it brings all of that Zelda vibe back. There's also like, I wouldn't call it open world, but there's also like Hyrule field levels of openness where you ride around on your horse and you go around to different places. It's very Zelda-ish and uh, I love it. Darksiders 2 is fantastic.
1: Hmm. That's awesome.
0: So uh, I'm playing that. And uh, I I think I'm just going to keep playing that because it, it really kind of fit the bill for what I was wanting
1: scratch to scratch that Zelda itch. Well,
0: yeah, it's getting it for me.
2: Another uh, game that's like, I wouldn't say similar, but like the ports really good. And it's on sale is Dragon's Dogma Dark Horizon. That's that's a game I've been paying a t- really attention close to. But I heard the port is really good on Switch.
0: I got it right. and I played it. I didn't like it. So, but I yeah, won't. Okay. I mean, I thought it was fine, I guess. I don't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know what it was. So I can't tell you how well the port is. I thought it ran fine on Switch. I just wasn't into it. Okay, um, cool. Tim's in the chat. Hey, dude. Thank you so much for, for jumping in. He says, uh, that he agrees, but he said it's also like God of War, um, Darksiders mm-hmm. too, which I would agree with, except that God of War, especially the older ones, which I think he's what he's referring to, way more actiony, like combat than, than Darksiders, which mm-hmm. is, <sighs> I mean, Darksiders definitely has a lot of action and combat. Like, yes. you're, you've you got scythes and everything, but it's not like Chains of Olympus throwing six dudes in the air and whipping them all. You know, it's, there's a, they're, they're similar, but different levels, I think. They're, they're just different enough that I, I think they're a little, little bit different, but uh, very much, very much the same. But yeah, cool. if you like God of War, I would say if, if you like the new God of War, if you've never played Darksiders 2, you should give it a try. Cause it definitely has, um, kind of that grand story. You know, like this like big life tree. And your mm-hmm. death, trying to save your brother from the Nephilim that are gonna kill him for ending humanity, and you gotta bring it back. You know, it's just very grand. With all this mm-hmm. big stuff going on. It has a loot system, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And there's all okay. kinds of stuff. You, yeah, I'm like, in. huge I'm in. inventory. You can upgrade your boots and your and your and your and your arms and and your shield and everything. Oh, all different I'm kinds in. of weapons. Yeah, you can customized to your uh, heart's content, man. Horse Sounds Armor.
1: like a Garrett game.
0: Horse Armor. Um, Here we go. This week in Nintendo, MPD lists Animal Crossing as the number one video game based on dollar sales for the month of March 2020, yep. beating out Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, MLB The Show, Resident Evil 3, NBA 2K20, and Doom Eternal. Okay,
1: Love to say it. <laughs>
0: The wow. title of the show is Animal Crossing Goes Mainstream, and we have a lot of Animal Crossing news to discuss. So I've got a lot of bullet points here. How do you guys want to do this? Do you want to interrupt oh. me after I say one, or you want me to read them all and then talk about it?
1: Are you Are you doing the Animal Crossing updates?
0: No. No, we'll oh. stop. We'll stop before okay. that for sure.
1: Okay. Um just read through all of them again. Yeah. Okay.
0: These launch numbers for animal crossing new horizons surpass any mario or zelda game in the united states it's the third best-selling nintendo game ever not on switch let me say that again the third best-selling nintendo game ever behind super smash brothers ultimate and super smash brothers brawl it's currently the second best-selling title of the year in the united states behind call of duty And today, Superdata estimates that Animal Crossing sold 5 million digital copies in a single month, more than any other console game in history. The record was previously held by Call of Duty Black Ops 3. This roughly matches Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Pokemon Sword and Shield's first month digital sales combined. Wow. 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 <laughs> we it's did not huge. expect that.
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: this has to be a function of everybody staying home and everybody wanting something to play and even non-gamers coming in and, and wanting to play it, right? It's the perfect game for non-gamers. So many people are are buying this who have never touched a video game before.
2: I mean, sure. but Right? This, That's this, what this is. This came out of nowhere, I think, though.
1: Because Animal don't... Crossing isn't a, a, a Zelda or Mario franchise.
0: No, it's not. Nope. I, I I'm consider me shocked. Um, I think mm-hmm. what you're saying, Rebecca, is a contributing factor. Yeah. I don't know how much blame we can give that contributing factor alone because that contributing factor alone is not propping up all the other games. It's not like, yeah. you know, like 2K That's or true. call it, you know, it's just this mm-hmm. game. We're not hearing uh, how Doom Eternal is the no, highest but, selling Doom game but Doom ever. Doom
1: Eternal is not Doom Eternal sold that more games historically,
0: net. Doom has sold more copies of games than Animal Crossing has.
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think what Rebecca's saying is like really true though. It's it's the game for non gamers right it now. Is. I
0: mean I'm I'm oh, I my agree. You can't buy a Switch time. right now.
1: You yeah. can't like they're they're not for sale. They're all yeah. sold out.
0: Yeah, no, so. I, I 100% agree. I, I definitely think it's a contributing factor, and uh, it definitely has reached that kind of Minecrafty level, like where everybody just seems to be doing it, yeah. right? You know, it's, it's kind of jumped out of its skin a little, and it's reaching new players, so 100%. But even that, I mean, games do this from time to time, and they don't do this. That's true. I mean, I want to read it again. They sold more <laughs> digital copies than Super Smash Bros. Ultimate <laughs> and... Pokemon sword and shield love together we'll lot combined that's that's insane, that's insane. I, I, they
1: didn't um say exact numbers they just said this right they yeah
0: they're they because Nintendo doesn't always disclose I mean, sure right it's so probably, but, they're right. trying to to piecemeal but I mean that's what they do for a living that's super data they they do what garrett's talking about machine learning everything and so and they're as good as we're gonna get it might be more than that Mm-hmm. you know but it's it's and definitely- how
1: many more is it going to be after christmas this year <laughs>
0: it's who uh nintendo switch hardware sales have also doubled year over year in march this is a new all-time record for hardware sales in march topping march 2017 the highest first quarter for hardware unit sales since the ds in wow. the first quarter of 2010 and we know the DS is Nintendo's highest-selling hardware. Yes. It's like 150, 60 million or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. So, whew, I do think Rebecca, yes, a part of this is the fact that um, the market condition is prime. It's ripe mm-hmm. for this type of stuff. Everybody's at home. Everybody's stuck inside. Um, the Nintendo Switch, I think, without alienating other people, I think the Nintendo Switch would appeal. To more people that don't normally play games than other consoles would. You know, so if you're a person that's into this generation right now and you have no video game and you're like, I would like to play a video game, are you gonna like jump for PlayStation and God of War and Spider-Man? I kind of think no. if you're a player oh, you're that right. already, if you're a person that doesn't have games, like if you were interested in God of War, you've probably already done that, right? There's a hundred million PlayStation 4s out there. Like you've probably already bought that. So if you're somebody out there that has no video games and now you would like one because you were stuck at home, I I think we can make the case. We can at least say we can have a, an informed opinion that the Switch probably appeals to that person.
1: Okay. Honestly, I think it's it's kind of brilliant too the the self marketing that this game has done with all of the customization. The fact that you can do custom patterns and put you know your custom logos and um, you know whatever you want, you can make the game look however you want. Post it on your social media. Someone says, hey, that's cool. And then they Mm want to get the game as well. I think I said it either last week or the week before, but I've seen so many, I've seen the game show up in so many different places that I wouldn't expect this game to show up on. Like so many, it's in the title, mainstream places, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. um, It gets people curious about what it is. And if they can see, hey, that's not something that I thought you could do in a video game. They might want to get it as well.
0: Mm -hmm. I am an emergency manager. And I typically work with people that are former military and former law enforcement. And I had a 46-year-old man who works with us uh, from Virginia come talk to me. He says, uh, hey, your staff here says you uh, you know about the video games. And I said, "Ah, I do. I do know know about about the video games. games. He goes, uh, my wife saw this video game on her Facebook where these people were getting together and having a tea party. And I said, that's Animal Crossing. That's That's what you're looking for. You need a Nintendo Switch. And you need Animal Crossing. And he was like, do I got to buy the game too? And you have to buy the game too. You got to buy them both. But that's what she wants. Go find her a Nintendo Switch and Animal Crossing. So uh, I at least have one use case where your your logic proves. I mean, I never thought I would tell a 46-year-old man to go buy Animal Crossing, but that's what I did. It's true. Yeah, And
1: it's going viral. All these stories are going viral. People who are having their weddings in Animal Crossing because yeah. their wedding in real life got canceled. Like... That's the kind of those are the kind of news stories that show up on places that aren't like gaming websites. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they break out out of the echo chamber. Yeah.
0: Every now and again, something will spin out. And uh, I've been saying that on on this lead up to Animal Crossing this whole time that today's climate with social sharing and everything would that that this is the perfect type of game for this because you're exactly Mm -hmm. right. The game is kind of what you make it and you have the ability to make, you know, your second life, your Sims, you can, you know, set all these types of things up and show your friends. And that's kind of, that's half the game really It's basically mm-hmm. just setting up, look at this cool thing I did mm-hmm. uh, like Minecraft, like, look at this thing I built, except that this is like super cute and not like, so engineering things. And that super cute has, as we're seeing, it
1: appeals to a wide range of people. Unlike your doom eternal type game,
0: mm-hmm. spot on,
2: spot on yeah. And it's not just here, right? Domestically, it's everywhere. Everywhere.
1: It's oh, it's crushing
0: it's- in, in Japan. Yeah, everywhere. Japan it's just is like, insane.
2: there, people are still lining up. And I'm like, Oh gosh. Now, I think
0: you're, um, I think the point of the current market and the current climate mm-hmm. and the situation we're in, I think that 100% backs up the surge in digital sales. Yes. Um, because you can't get out. You can't get them that like that 100% mm-hmm. makes sense, but even that alone doesn't make sense of the kind of what this is doing. So yeah. Jake asks, now that Animal Crossing: New Horizons has boomed Nintendo sales into the stratosphere, is Donnie ready to accept Animal Crossing as a top tier franchise? And he puts better than Fire Emblem. Never. Ooh. What are you Ooh. talking about, Jake?
2: What are you talking about?
0: Um, so okay, so I, I I guess the the Nintendo uh, Shack faithful want to hear me eat crow, so I'll, I'll let him. I'll give it to him. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can say to. You know, this is—it'd be asinine, ignorant for me to come in here and tell you no. Like, obviously, if Animal Crossing goes to sell 20 million plus copies and is the highest-selling game of all time, then yeah, I underestimated it. Because if you'd asked me two months ago, I wouldn't have told you that. Because if you'd asked me two months ago, I would have pointed you to history where it's never done anything like that. It's always been good. It's never been that good. You know, it's never been like a pillar. Uh, you make the case if it keeps selling like this. If it—if—if if it keeps up. If it has, it like, some momentum, you make the case they didn't even need anything else this year. Like, it's just Animal Crossing's year. They just let it have it because, uh I mean, this is Smash Brothers-esque. This is Mario Kart-esque. This is, yeah. you know, outside of even the things, even beyond Zelda, you know, and that almost hurts to say.
1: <laughs> When's the paid DLC? They're going to make bank.
0: Yep. Or expansions. You know, I think, I think... uh we didn't really talk about it. I mean, I know we've talked about DLC and I've, I've long said how I think you could micro transaction and make killer money <laughs> yeah. with Animal Crossing. Would you rather them do it in like little pieces or would you rather have them like an annual expansion update? Like every year, like here's a big new little chunk of Animal Crossing you get to just buy and add to the game.
2: I wouldn't like the second option, I think. I okay. think it has to be a little, little bite-sized pieces every so often because people... Will get used up by that content and they kinda just want to refresh a little bit more, uh, one step at a time. Um, I, I, I don't think paying DLC in big packets is a good idea, but I do like the idea of microtransactions. Um if you just see slightly more like an item packs, like you get more items yeah. or more cosmetics, I think that's the way to go Cosmetics. To a lot of money.
0: I've been saying this forever. I've been saying this since yeah. like New Leaf. Cosmetics and Animal Crossing make more sense than in any other game. I'm, I'm exactly. honestly surprised they haven't done it yet. Like, but I'm. But here's shot. the thing.
1: Remember when you were talking about like like a DLC Disney pack or something? Yeah. They there's no point for them to do that when custom patterns exist. People already there's have real. Cinderella dresses. Ah, and yes.
0: You think, but always
1: I, gonna buy that. But
0: you think they could do it better? Who
1: will buy it? Uh, right? It would have to it somehow. They it could make be, it
0: so ornate or so specific yeah. that you can't remake it. You know, because the, the, they're going to have better options than what we have. I get your point. You're 100% right. But that's also kind of the point, like, why would you ever make a Mario game? Because they'll just make it in Mario Maker. It's like, but I kind of would rather just have it from Nintendo because they're better at it.
2: The custom design is also flat, too. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. the design on yeah. the dress. It's not an so. actual item. Yeah. Right. Like,
0: you know, like. But they like could Cinderella
2: bring. just like actual bow, like outside the. Track. But right. expansions, like they
0: that. could like expand your island or something, or or give you a oh new thing, goodness. you know, like that's
1: the kind of like a campsite. Bro. Okay, yeah. that's that what I was
0: down. saying with big expansions, like every yeah. annual okay. thing they come out with. Like here's a or or could they do um, a, like a like a ticketed event? Like hey, for the month of March, if you give us a dollar, we'll let you, know, you go like, visit this island where you can get this no, new thing that I you can't get. That's I and
1: so. I see it in the chat going into microtransaction territory. That's no, it okay. doesn't need that because then it feels like pocket camp and it. You know, no.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Bad memories of pocket camp. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Jake, better than Fire Emblem. I wish that's I had tight. pulled. I wish I pulled all the sales numbers um, yeah, because while bad. Fire Emblem has never done this, I will admit mm-hmm. Fire Emblem has never done what this game is doing right now. It's never happened. Yeah. Uh, there's also a lot more Fire Emblems. <laughs> And Animal Crossings. That's true. So the totality of the franchise, I still think, uh, would warrant it. But that's me. I'm biased. I'm talking to somebody who's Animal Crossing sort of like her favorite game. Rebecca would agree with you, Jake, way more than I would. Um, but you're not gonna, I've given you that I was wrong and Animal Crossing is, is, the the ish, and it's gonna go up on the uh, on the pedestal, uh, a huge trophy. Nintendo's favor. It's on the mantle. I give you that. I
1: do think that this game is moving it closer into that top tier franchise yeah. status. Without it's a doubt, definitely not there before this game. Now it definitely,
0: without a doubt. If they follow up with another one, then you're now you're talking because uh, this is Pokemon level. Like this is what Pokemon does. Yeah. It
1: might. I think even this game. I, I don't. It's sure, just, just,
0: I've been I mean, saying this.
1: Reread they, what you just read. They like, can
2: milk this out, guys. Like it, it could be years before we get another installment. no
1: so. it'll, it'll be a long time. It was what, eight years, I think, since New Leaf.
0: Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible, and that say that as somebody who I've played Animal Crossing before, played this one, wasn't as into it as I was in other ones. Right. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> like nobody cares <laughs> what you matter. think. Everybody else loves it. It's uh, <laughs> tremendous. It's mm-hmm. tremendous. But the Animal Crossing train does not stop there. Animal Crossing continues April 23rd. Is that today? Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. A yeah. new update rolls out, following uh, adds the following characters' features and a limited time event. So Leaf's Garden Shop, Jolly Red's Treasure Trawler, Nature Day, which will run from April 23rd through May 4th, mm-hmm. the May Day Tour, May 1st through the 7th, International Museum Day, May 18th through the 31st, and Wedding Season arrives June 1st through the 30th. So you're talking about Nintendo Roadmap. What do you need to even hear about other games that are coming (laughs) out? You just get hammer-crossed and you just play this until July 1st, apparently.
1: This was way more information than I was ever expecting. I was thinking, okay, they're going to make a little trailer about whatever the Earth Day event's going to be. But no, they hit us with events throughout June. Yeah. Ooh, that's two months from now.
0: My chat's telling me the update's out now.
1: It is. Yeah. Okay. It's out so now. I wouldn't no,
0: know. Mind. I ain't playing the game. So thank you for the correction.
1: Mm-hmm. And it just came out like within the hour.
0: Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, I want to take a throw to you, Rebecca. What what, what are you excited oh, about? Oh,
1: man. I mean, just knowing that they have so much in plan to support this game. Um, If we're getting all of this for the next two months, I, I feel pretty confident that they're going to have plenty of stuff, at least, you know, for the rest of the year, through the rest of the year, hopefully already planned. I know that plans might have changed because of, you know, the given world situation right now. But um none of these things are like, Huge, but they're all kind of like what we were saying, like little things that they're adding and improving to to bring me back every day. Keep playing. Um, the, I did notice a lot of these things, though, are things that people noticed were missing um, from launch. Oh, yeah. um, so I have seen some criticisms about people saying, oh, they held some of this back from launch. um
2: and they're holding even more back, right? There's like more characters. I can you blame more that. Back and I I don't blame them no. a that idea. But
1: here's the thing, like I don't I don't <laughs> think that's a bad idea. Like for one, sure it might sound like it, they're they're holding back and like it, making it seem like it's more content, but the thing is it, it it is content. It is more content and I would rather have that stretched out throughout the year than all at once and have myself get burnt out with everything. Um I, I feel like there's something new to do every I mean, day.
0: I already talked about how it felt playing that first week or two where it's like, everybody's already beat it. But
1: I haven't. Right, I say
0: hats off to Nintendo for showing everybody. It's like, no, there's tons and tons. We're going to keep you playing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to give you as much Animal Crossing as you could want. So And it
1: gets people excited because for long-time players, these are familiar faces. Red, um... We saw I think Rover was one of the characters on one of the tours. We saw the um Cyrus and Reese for the wedding season. These are familiar faces to fans, and they're also new faces, new characters to um
0: apparently I said Leaf's name wrong. I got Carol caps flooding our chat. Mm-hmm. which um, is I think uh, that's
1: right. Leaf. Yeah, is it Leif?
0: I think Laif? she said Leif. I don't know. Laif. Look, here's what I, I'm gonna say. Because I got huh, the reaction Laif. that I did, it's here by Leaf Forever.
2: It's Leaf. <laughs> I, I knew a guy named Leif. That's leaf. how he spells it. It's Leaf. Wait, how did
1: you say it? Leaf? It's leaf, right? Leaf? No, it's leaf, like, I know, like it on definitely a tree. Leif.
0: That's what I thought. Uh, I thought, I thought it was. A, I thought it was like a, yeah, like a straight pun. He's like, a oh, gardener. Yeah. I was how a, else would
1: you pronounce Leif. it?
0: Uh, leaf. That's Leif. how I would. Yes. Rebecca, what are you most excited to do?
1: <laughs> um, I like the museum expansion. Um, cool. Red Coming is selling the art. There's going to be counterfeit art. You got to make sure that you're buying the genuine artwork from them. <laughs> oh how do you know that?
2: <laughs> when I read that sentence, I'm like,
0: I'm so glad it? I stopped playing this game. <laughs> it just,
1: but it's gonna add, Donnie, even you said that you loved how beautiful the museum was. You want get a whole new section. That's the add- one
0: thing my wife, I showed her the little Twitter video and she's like, ooh, that's cool. I'm gonna collect art. I didn't tell her there was fake art, and I'm not going to. <laughs> that just feels like it's like, look, do you think it's pretty? Put the picture on the wall. Doesn't matter if it's real or not, just put it on the wall.
1: Okay. I don't know. It'll keep me playing. It'll keep me coming back to it.
0: Cool. Are you? Bushes. They're adding bushes. Bushes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. What are you? What are you excited about? You gonna get in here? You gonna keep doing this or or no? Uh, We'll
2: we'll see if my girlfriend will let me play this game uh, from now on because she's still on that. She she's playing it nonstop. I still Uh, haven't played. My well, land. you got to get yeah. another
1: copy and add to their sale numbers.
2: I, I, I really do. I, I, exactly. Um, I'm more, in, man, that trailer was so short though, you know? It was only a minute, and, a minute and a half through all of these events. So I'm not entirely sure what I'm excited for right now. I would have to read more details okay. on, on what each of these things do. Um, wasn't there like one, there was like one period where you go to an island and figure out mysteries. I think that would be kind of cool to like the May
1: Day tours. Yeah, yeah the, May,
2: the May Day tours, and that's only a week. That's a weird yeah. thing with these these events. They're all like different like time spans, right? Yep. One's they're throughout
1: June, but some do overlap.
0: Can we do yeah, like we'll a watch. field day where we all get together and play like dodgeball or kickball or something? Mm-hmm. I'll play oh, then. Okay. That's what I want. You know what I want? I want a golf. Golf day. We have a golf event. Oh, of course. <laughs> I'll put in more hours than anybody. <laughs>
1: I think a lo- I was a little bit worried that every single event was going to be a repeat of the bunny day. Um, okay. But this show that like they're mixing it up. It's not going to be all, you know, collect the little things from the trees and then get sick of it after two days.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, guys, again, and we're crossing goes mainstream. This is huge. And yeah. uh, we've been talking about the discord quite a bit. I know Garo's, uh had lots of words to say, but I mean, this is massive. Like the success that it has, The momentum that it has, the momentum that it continues to build, and the roadmap that it looks forward. I mean, um, Switch owners, Animal Crossing fans everywhere, feel like you got to be on cloud nine. Like, this is kind of everything you could have ever wanted to see.
1: Love to see it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. uh, Something I love to see is Splatoon 2 news, which we thought we were over with, done with, but we're not. Mm -hmm. Special demo event arrives April 29th through May 9th. The demo will allow players to try out Turf War. Ranked Battle, Salmon Run, and, quote, more. I wonder Mm. if they're going to let them play single player. That's what I was wondering. I was like, I don't know if that's going to be part of it. Splatoon 2 will be available at a discounted price on the Nintendo eShop during that duration, and a free seven-day trial of Nintendo Switch Online will also be available so you can play online with friends. The second piece of the Splatoon news drop, and probably what's more important, is uh, a release of the company's announced that they will bring the version of the game to version 5.2.0 and starting May 22nd, ending May 24th. Guys, we're having another Splatfest. Team Ketchup.
1: Yeah. have no idea how happy I was. Let's we'll
0: square go. off against Team Mayo. Splatfest <laughs> will return to see who, uh, who, who is going to be the victor. So, uh, mm-hmm. my immediate reaction that I tweeted was, um, this makes perfect sense. We don't know how all of this is really impacting Nintendo's uh, release calendar because mm-hmm. they've been pretty tight with which dates, but mm-hmm. let's just assume that like everybody else that they need to push some games back because they want to release them when people can buy them in stores. What mm-hmm. a better way to kind of bridge that gap by releasing some updates to some games, some oh, DLCs no. to some games, and this getting people absolutely. playing the games they already
1: have. Absolutely Perfect what timing. they're doing, I think. Um, Perfect
0: timing.
1: You know, they're filling in those gaps with their schedule with things that we can still do and look forward to.
0: Yep. We thought we were all done with, with Spotfest and Splatoon 2. They GTA. said they were Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I would love to and see them not, announce that they're doing more.
1: Well, here's the thing. They they called it a one-off, so it doesn't sound like right. they're they're planning on doing more Splatfests, but mm-hmm. they also have said like three different times that this is the last update to Splatoon 2. And they keep getting um, us and it was new weapons
0: alive. and new buffs um, and everything.
1: This is for people who don't know a repeat of the very first Splatfest right. in the game, um the catch-up versus mayo. Um, so it's not gonna be new there's not gonna be any new um, like shifty stations for it or anything um the maps will be the same um but I'm okay with that I mean I think they just reignited the flame within this Splatoon community yep. um I'll know I'll jump back into it I'm so oh, excited. Playing. Yeah, We're definitely yeah. playing. We're streaming. Absolutely. We're playing. We're,
0: We're playing together. Team Mayo,
1: nope. just so everybody knows. That's Kyle that, asks, mayo. Kyle mayo asks last time.
0: <laughs> why is Donnie so afraid of converting to Team Mayo on Splatoon 2? I think Rebecca and Garrett may have to help him see the error of his ways. Mayo has healthy ingredients while ketchup is too overrated. So why, Donnie? Okay. Why? um a good point. I hate mayonnaise. I really do. Can't eat anything okay. with mayonnaise on it. There are two things that will get me to, like, Throw up, or choke, or just put anything down. Onions and mayonnaise—those two things I cannot do on anything. Not even like blended and mixed in sauces. Like I'm like uh, no,
1: not even like a little thin layer on a sandwich. Mm -mm, Absolutely,
0: just
1: to give it like a little bit of. The reason
0: that I hate mayonnaise is not just the fact that I don't like it. That's not the reason. The hatred's much worse than that. There are all kinds of things I don't like that I don't care about. The reason that I hate mayonnaise is because I live in Georgia. And it doesn't matter how many times you plead with Southerners in Georgia (laughs) not to put mayonnaise on the sandwich, they always put mayonnaise on the sandwich. It's like a curse living here. You can't get a sandwich without mayonnaise. I have literally gone to Sonic and been like, no mayonnaise on the burger. And they're like, okay, no mayonnaise. I'm like, no, no, listen to me. Please do not put mayonnaise <laughs> you on the burger.
1: pull the I'm allergic card. That way they really won't.
0: And then they give you a freaking burger with mayonnaise all over it. <laughs> it's like a rite to passage down here that everything you eat is covered in mayonnaise. And it's disgusting.
1: I mean, if there's too much mayo, I totally get that. But you can't tell me that that's worse than... There's nothing, there's no such thing tomatoes.
0: down here below the Dixie line as yeah, too, <laughs> much <laughs> too much <laughs> mayonnaise. Yeah. Okay. Like, they don't do a, sl- a thin layer. Okay. <laughs> they scoop it, it's in scoops. It's like an ice cream scoop. Of mayonnaise, they shove into I your have sandwich. I've
1: dipped french fries in mayo, though. It's not that bad. Oh,
2: have you, had, have you had egg salad, potato salad, any of that? Nope. I mean, that's loaded is- with mayonnaise. My wife, no. She's oh, like, absolutely not. Man. Like, yep. Wow. I can't do that's it. That's some amazing stuff.
1: That's right the there. way you feel about mayo is the way I feel about ketchup. So. Yeah,
2: ketchup. Yeah. You don't want too much.
1: It's, it's too sugar much. that pretends to be tomatoes.
0: Okay. Like, if sugar I want pretends to be everything. Tomato,
1: I get a tomato.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like tomato too. Like, just like mayonnaise, you can have unhealthy and healthy mayonnaise. You can have unhealthy and healthy ketchup. Um, what's healthy ketchup? Just make no your own ketchup. ketchup. Make your own ketchup. I don't know. What? I don't I'm just talking I have no idea. I'm not making any of this, but
2: all right. Ketchup is fine. It's just not well on sandwiches, hot dogs, or anything, except for just French fries. Really? It's really just potatoes for me. Oh, man. And you ketchup. get, like,
0: a, a nice ballpark frank with some ketchup. Some Ew, cheese, no, no mustard.
1: Ew, Ew, and then there's people that put ketchup on their eggs. Stop.
0: I don't do that. Right. I mean, to be honest with you, this, I'm not, like, mm-hmm. super into ketchup. Like, I'm not here to, like, tell you <laughs> my love mayo. of ketchup. It's the fact that I hate, like, well, I, don't, I don't even know, like, which character is representing which team. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, this was 100% anti-Team Mayo. So uh, put up your dukes, you two. Cause you're going down.
1: There's going to be whole groups of people that pick ketchup because it's marina.
0: That's true.
2: Dang
0: it. So now you have, t- you have two okay. reasons to to choose team ketchup: <laughs> one, best character; two, yeah. not mayonnaise. That's that's all the reasoning you need.
1: Mayo did win the first time, um, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see if it wins again or if ketchup will triumph.
0: Revenge. We will see revenge. I will be avenged, but uh, definitely we're, we're gonna we're gonna stream. Yeah, this. let's we,
1: get a Shaq thing going. Yeah, we
0: always stream the spot fest, so we're gonna do this. We're gonna cool. stream it. I'll I'll find out. Uh, whenever you know, come May. That's a long time from now, but whenever we we get into it, we'll stand up a room if you guys want to come join us mm-hmm. in the yeah. uh, Discord and chat and all that. We'll do that. Gonna... I probably haven't played Splatoon two since like I'm gonna 8, be like playing
1: Duxing for preparation like in preparation yeah for that. me
2: too because yeah. I, I i saw you know piper uh he's been streaming it and i'm like dang i i want to get back into something i know too. i used to it be somewhat good.
1: good so yeah i, I know a lot of people put
2: thousands it. of hours on that game like Ooh. it's there my most played
1: it. game on the switch
0: nice she's a ringer you've got her in your team <laughs> i think i'm alone I've had very few people that, had that had shouted a out other people. lots and lots of mayonnaise people they didn't like my yeah. my anti. I did look
1: taste. it up though I looked up the stats for it out of curiosity with like who won and ketchup did have the popularity vote last time of course okay. it did
0: because it's not mayonnaise like that's come on
1: <laughs> it's but it, I, you were saying because um it seems like more people like mayo right now we're, we're seeing all these mayo people come
0: Hashtag Donnie forever alone. That's the case. So this is the case with me. Like I, I can never seem to pick the right team in a Splatfest ever. I'm always on the the opposite. And I'm not trying to do it. I'm not <laughs> hey, doing it out of. Dog, I'm not trying to do it like well, out of coolness or being alone <laughs> or anything like that. I always I don't pick based on the characters. I just pick whatever the better option of the two are, and I just go that way. And it's never the right way. <sighs> April 22nd, so this is actually yesterday, it's today, mm-hmm. but it came out last night. The final free update, put that in quotations, I think it's important, arrived yeah. for Mario Maker mm-hmm. 2 and it adds World Maker Mode. Huge. C- courses created cool. by a user can now be tied together on a path from the starting point on a world map to an end castle. And the look of the map can be customized. You can add nouns and lakes and little mini games. And think of all the Mario 3 and Super Mario World stuff. You can do all that. Uh, Up to eight worlds containing a total of up to 40 courses can be combined, creating a mini Super Mario game that can be shared with others. Now, that's that's a little misleading, Uh, at least the way I understand it. I jumped into it today and I started playing. I know Mm -hmm. Kyle is in the chat. Kyle, let me know if I have this wrong. You can create eight worlds with f- the 40 courses all the, the how to forget how many of it breaks into every mm-hmm. five uh, in each one yeah you can only share one world at a time i think online you can't oh, share all eight like you can't it's have not like, like your whole game yes, or whatever i think that's, that's the case hmm. um you can play online i've done that i jumped into the course bot there is a little like it's a little world menu icon it's a little i, I don't like the fact that it's i mean fancy me i'm going to talk about how i don't like the how they set up the menu and the indexing and yep. in mario maker it's not good it's never been good so they didn't do this good either um it's a little button like off to the left and at the bottom so you think about like the uh, course world away. menu you've got the top options at the top you like mm. look through that and like kind of look over to the left of the screen there's a little icon that says world bot or whatever and you go mm. over there and then to make this even worse when you click on it you're only given like eight random worlds like you can't like look for a world or anything. Like they're That's just weird. random, and mm. the only thing you can do is scatter them. Like you can scramble them and redo it. So you can basically hit a button and be like, "Refresh, give me eight new ones." Refresh, give me eight new ones. Really,
1: you can't like it, it's not the can. same kind of sorting as the levels.
0: Not that I saw.
1: Oh.
0: Um, so I did play a few, and they are really good. Um, I do like that they carry stats. So. As you cycle through the worlds, you can see like how many people like this one or didn't like that one. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. But obviously it's not what I would like it to be. I would love to have a giant ranking list. I would love to be able to play more than one world, or, or at the very least, let the users upload all of their worlds so right. you could go to a user and play their game versus yeah, it's, just it's, their it's, one. I name. thought it
1: would have been like that. It's not.
0: I'm I'm a little afraid that maybe I'm I'm mistaken, mm-hmm. but I played it today for like two hours and I didn't see anything like what you're thinking.
1: Huh. So. When
0: they showcased it
2: on, like, the update, it looked like one of the characters, like, you know, the Super Mario World, they, like, put their own name in there, too. It's, like, Super Oh, it does that. Yeah. Joey World yep. or whatever. 100%. Aww. You can play
0: Super okay. Kyle World and Super Donnie World, but it's only the yeah. one world. One world. Yep. Oh, that's that's weird. So I guess you could, like, <laughs> rotate which one is up at any time. But, like, mm-hmm. you can play your own game and people, like, on your Switch could play it. But I can't come and play your game. Oh okay. So it's a little I think it's a little misleading how they kind of presented it and it's okay. I'm still very very excited they they even did this. So yeah. Don't get me wrong, this is amazing.
2: This was shocking.
0: Um but instead of having like Mario game share like more, you know like entire game share, now I think it puts the emphasis on making your one world really good. Like take mm. the player on yep. a journey in that one world versus <laughs> The entire
1: they game. might have done that because it's it's probably a lot for people to download and play an entire world oh, sure. thing. Yep. And there's there's probably size. not too too many people that would do that. Oh, I think there's um, thousands if not millions that would do it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that would do it.
0: Yeah, Absolutely, they would have they would have had it done today. The people that love making Mario Maker levels, that's all they do. Like that's their I'm thing. I'm talking
1: about the people who are downloading and playing it. Sure. Like, if, they probably want to have it, ch- like, in chunks that they can download just one world at a, at a time and play through it. I'm sure. I don't know. I haven't seen the update yet. So, so
0: I'm not downloading I'm, like, them. Yet. Like, you just jump in and play them. You only download if you want to keep them.
1: Oh. Right? Oh, okay. Well, what happens then if, like, you're halfway through a world and you want to stop? Like, does it keep your progress?
0: mm no, you just gotta bounce yeah. out of the level. But
1: well, maybe that's why they didn't want to like do eight worlds at a time. But I was thinking something.
0: at least like have like a quick link. Who's
1: gonna sit there and do that in one sitting? At
0: least have like a link to where like you could like favorite the, you know, the creator, and then at least see more than that that's one. What I was it's like right now you can only see the like a. Uh, all right, so Kyle. Let's say Kyle makes eight worlds. I can only mm-hmm. play the one he publishes. Yeah. Even if he makes the other ones, I can't play them. He has to take that. Publish
1: more than one.
0: That's it. You can only publish one of the eight. You can create eight, but you can only publish one.
1: Okay, I totally misunderstood. I'm hoping they update
0: it it and fix it, and I have hope because they've updated and fixed this game so much to this point.
1: Yeah.
2: You know what? I Really think the reason why that they're doing this though, I think they're afraid of server space, right? I think it would be a lot to space that we're
1: paying for now.
2: Well, I mean, like uploading a huge world like that. Good I don't point. know how much space that they have, right? Who cares? Or how much capacity they're paying for? it. so we're paying
0: who who for, it? Yes. And we're paying so it's for like, it. Why are we making excuses for billion I mean, dollar company? I know you're paying for it, but <laughs> they have all the money in the world.
2: Be, I mean, they're not going to fund like,
1: Hey, you can publish your one world. No, you're
0: they're probably hide right. It. You're probably That's the
1: right. The reason why we don't have you know all these cloud saves and That's why big, they went and turned on sure. the
0: Splatfest server again. They're like, hey, go plug that in. We're going to do the catch up thing again. Do it. Yeah. Blow that dust off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're probably right because you remember, like, they had all the issues with the first one where you couldn't, like, trans, you know, uh, you couldn't, you know, transfer all of your old stuff to the new one and they, they yeah. finally put that in. And then they had, like, one where they, like, started erasing people's stuff. That's I think they were like weird. cleaning up sequel and like the courses just started disappearing. People were like, Whoa, what are you doing?
1: So, this is our final free update. I know you put the free in quotation mm-hmm. marks. They never added the amiibo costumes, nope. which a lot of people mm-hmm. wanted.
0: Yep. Uh, me included. They added Link, which is the one that matters.
1: It is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's the <laughs>
0: one that matters. I would love the Pokemon and the Animal Crossing things to come too, but the one that matters was Link, and they did add Link. So, um,. But you're right. They said final free update. So the, that begs the question because they made a point. They said it's the final free update, which begs yeah. the question, will there be paid updates? Um, I think there will be. Okay. I think they'll come in more assets, tile packs, 3D world stuff and all kinds of stuff I like that.
1: Styles like the, the type of.
0: As they release Odyssey and Sunshine and Galaxy and all Ooh. these things, you can start Ooh. throwing all kinds of stuff in Mario Maker. they for, know
1: the, the 3D route with it? I
0: don't know. I mean, they put Cat that's Mario a lot in there. More space. That's, that's a little... Yeah,
1: that's not going to be a Hang Mario Maker two. That's a Mario Maker three.
0: That's not what I'm saying. Let's be clear. Not make 3D game. I'm just yeah. saying tile asset yeah. packs, just uh, styles, right. backgrounds, characters, just throwing yeah. stuff in there.
2: Makes more sense.
0: Yes. Now, Super Mario Maker 3D three D would be cool.
2: It's not, I'm it makes so it much
0: all. sense. Yes, that would be cool. Um, that's like basically dreams. Yeah. <laughs> True. I, I'm. I mean. I don't want to make that game. I don't really make Mario, like Mario Maker stuff now. I have. Yeah. I think it's simplistic enough that I will dabble. Like I dabbled in the world builder today. I changed mm-hmm. all the tiles. I moved some mountains. I added, you can add all the mini games, just super fun. Um, I don't think you can add like secrets, like se- secret passages. Uh, maybe I haven't unlocked maybe. it with Mario Maker. You got to like do it to unlock it. But uh, that was something I didn't see. And I was also wondering if they had like keys. You know, they like do,
2: I think,
1: I think they, they said that. Yeah, okay,
0: yeah, and I think I've they in, said
1: warp pipes on the map. Is that what you're talking about? Secrets?
0: Well, like like secret level. Like, let's say I go into a ghost house and I go out like a secret door. I can go to like I this level know. versus that level. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Think, I think any of You could that's do bad. that
2: too. I've been seeing streams. Um, okay, like left and right with Mario Maker, and this this one guy. I, he doesn't stream anymore, but he that's his thing. He like competitively went through a lot of hardcore. Hmm. And I mm. thought there was one that was like a secret Kyle says the
0: pipe so was... is the closest thing to Secret Paths. I don't think the Secret okay. Paths are in there. Because okay. when they first. Maybe I it was something else. When they first unveiled it, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And then you get it and you're like, well, it's not quite as amazing as I thought it was, but it's still good. It's still mm-hmm. cool to make a little Mario 3 like overworld. Just mm-hmm. making the map. Honestly, for all the things that I just said that I wish it was, if they had just come out and been like, you can't share it online, you can't play with friends, but we're totally going to let you make this little mini map, I would have still been like, Super awesome because it, it is awesome and it it's it's very nostalgic and it hits that bone for me. Do
1: you want to know why I'm excited for the world maker mode? Sure. I am not a huge Mario p- person. People know that. I am hoping that it's opening the door to someday having a Zelda dungeon maker. Oh, yes, my yeah. dream. I could go on about that all night. You would have to cut me off. But I know that they might have been experimenting it with the Links Awakening Dungeon Maker, and now I, I like cannot help but think that this World Maker might also be opening the door to that.
0: I mean, I think the demand is there. They see it right yeah. the moment the moment they did Mario Maker, that was a thing.
1: I need it. I will never need to buy another game ever again for the rest of my life if you I get a Animal Crossing maker ever. That it, that will be my game.
0: It's so funny you say that because I wouldn't. I would not be quite as excited for a Zelda Dungeon Maker. Oh. It's like yeah. If it, especially if it's 2D. Link
1: to the past. Give me Link's Awakening. Give me Link Between Worlds. See, my whole, I will spend thousands of hours. My
0: whole motivation for playing those games is to get the items to conv- to to complete the story. Yeah, if I'm just playing endless same, amounts of yeah. dungeons, it feels like a waste of time. I'm like, but I don't know if, what I'm doing?
1: So if they make it so that now you can like make a bunch of dungeons and link them together as a world type thing, then there could be that sense you of You could the maybe
0: tell a little story. The world builder that I was uh, the world on. the world map that I was playing earlier with Mario Maker had the guy had went in and put all the little notes as I was playing along in every level, and it was telling a story.
1: Oh, that's cute! It was like this
0: person got the wizard captured. This person here, and you gotta get over the giant obstacle there. And I was like, "Oh, this it really is brings awesome.
1: out the creativity in, mm-hmm. in people."
0: Oh, it's so you good. Can-
2: you could do the same thing in Wargroove as well where you like make up your own levels and then you can actually make a whole campaign with dialogue with characters and wow. you can pop them up and you that's can put the text in there and like it's cross play as well. So you, if you want to do a PC, you can upload that and you can download it on Switch. So that's uh, great. I'm open to that.
0: them showing me why I need it. But, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people have been excited about oh. it ever since Mario Maker 1. They were like, Zelda Maker. I was yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, a, I
1: don't need a full Zelda Maker. I just need a dungeon maker. That's, sure. that's I'll take yeah. it.
0: Um, in addition to the world map, uh, you also have all the Koopalings now. Greetings, Koopalings! All uh, can be put in the user courses, you can put them at the end of every map, and a slew of new power-ups are also on the way with the Super Mario Bros. 2 Mushroom, the Frog Suit, the Super Acorn, the Boomerang, Cannon Box, Propeller Box, the Super Mario Bros. 2 Mushroom is the standout here, because of what it's going to do to how you play Mario Maker, because with that, you can ride, folks. You can jump on a bullet bill, be shot across the level, right? You can pick up people, you can ride on all the things, so that I'm the moment they showed it, I was like, oh, Mario Maker folks are going to lose their minds over this. They're going to set up all kinds of stuff with with secret switches and stuff. you got to, you know, take rides over to – they're so good. I thought I was – I always said this. I thought I was a great Mario player until Mario Maker came out. I was like, I am not <laughs> – I am average at best. Um, but I do love Mario Maker. It is a game that I continue to play. I was playing it last week and didn't talk about it because it's just more Mario Maker. And then this update came out, and I was I was like right away. I I messaged Kyle instantly. I was like, we have to go, we have to go do this. So uh for those of you that join us on the Discord, we have a Mario Maker like level share, like bookmark little club. It's at the bottom. Um so if you guys see any cool worlds that you think somebody got real creative with, bookmark them, like throw them in there, put in the code, and we'll we'll play them. It's a lot of news. Wow. We've been going for that's over crazy. an hour and we're not even done with it. It uh,
1: felt like there might've been a direct this week. Like that's The last, last bit of news is Super Mario
0: 3D World has appeared on Best Buy's website, which is like news, but not news. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, there. it's been super rumored and like, yeah. So it just gives credence there. I don't think an employee does like just, I've always said this. I don't think people just put up these listings. Like these listings don't, right. just don't get made. So uh, yeah, Super Mario 3D World's coming to Switch as it should have been already. And I will totally buy it yep okay so let's get into chat questions it is an hour 15 give me one and we'll see if we can do another one let's <laughs> we'll see
1: oh i don't know i, I think, think i know
0: which one you're going for
1: too. well this this one we um oops uh it was one of the ones that we would have done last week i don't know if you want to do that one that one we could probably get into a long discussion for you are
0: the queen of the question it's your it's your pick you're
1: the rock star. Oh, I think about this question a lot. Kelly, Kelly for music wanted to know, what do you guys think the new Zelda game storyline will be? Our breath of the wild to uh, the sequel that is now in development that we saw. Was it last year or two years? Ago? It was two years. Ago. Year, right?
0: Was it? I think it was last year. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. God, it feels yeah. longer, but it, yeah, now you're right.
1: We have heard a peep about it since. And it won't. does feel like forever ago. It's okay. Um,
0: we won't hear about it this year either. It's next year.
1: Yeah, yeah but she wants to know what do we think the storyline will be all we saw in the trailer was a little teaser <laughs> they're in some kind of underground dungeons the okay. castle sunk Dark into the trendy. ground we saw so, ganon the Andor.
0: idea that i pitched sean capri before we ever saw the trailer is i wanted mm-hmm. to flood hyrule and i wanted it to be like a spiritual successor to wind wicker i wanted uh ganon that to come back like dream. <laughs> creates the global flood we rise the sea level of hyrule but you can go underwater now and you revisit, like, all the Zoras and everything. It's, so it's still the old world that you know, right? But it's new because of the flood. I always thought that was mm-hmm. good. Um, but based off of what we saw, I don't think that's the case. So what we saw, if I can re- recollect my memory of this, is we see Zelda and Link traveling underground. Mm-hmm. I presume to be under the castle, because that's kind of like it where they like were. When with, right? yep. And they see Ganondorf not ganon not calamity ganon not the beast ganon not the pig ganon not the 80 different thousand creations of ganon it would have been awesome though if we saw shogun ganon that would have done it like just, <laughs> he's just down there with a sword just, all the force. oh man it would have been great um so there's like the there's like a green hand yeah that my... i'm not sure if this is my recollection or if like my son watches all the theory videos on YouTube and I know mm. I was talking to Caroline about this so I'm not sure if this is even Uh, how I remember it, but there was like a hand that was holding him in place. And
2: yeah, he was kind of like levitated up. Right. Kind of like the Yeah. But we
0: see that like Link has like a hand thing happen. But we also see that like Link gets grabbed by the hand, like as if he, as if he like fell. But we don't see them fall. Right. Mm -hmm. We just Mm -hmm. see the characters and we see them grab him by the hand. So my assumption is that the hand stops holding Ganondorf in place. To save Link, and that allows Ganondorf to resurrect, really to come back, resurrect. Right.
1: Why are they down there in the first place?
0: There you go. That's the question that we don't have yeah. an answer to, and we oh, don't know what happens there. when Ganondorf is restored.
1: Oh, that's Kelly's question. What I do think you there's think?
0: some challenges to the gameplay. Um, at least if we're going to be left off, like if it's truly a sequel, and we're like just walking back out into the world we already have, are all the shrines there? Do they get remixed? Do they go away? Do the towers go away? I I feel like it would be hard to do that game without the towers because they're so important to traversal. So you kind of mm-hmm. have to give the player a, another reason for using the towers and or the shrines, maybe. Um, I did go on Bobby's show, I think, last summer we were talking about it. And one mm-hmm. of the ideas that I spun off um, that I was just thinking of literally just off the cusp of my head was what if, um like, he comes back. He takes over just like he did before. He takes over all the stuff, right? Cause they gotta give you something to play. Like that was such yeah. a big part of the first game. I don't think you just get rid of it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you gotta do something. <laughs> um, so he takes over all the shrines and towers again. You gotta unlock them all. What I was thinking, uh, what I think might have been missing from the first Breath of the Wild was the elemental nature of yes. the dungeons. And I mm-hmm. thought it would have been cool if you could theme different regions of shrines and a, a true dungeon. If you could theme them to an element or an item, um, instead of letting you just have them all right. Like you have all the runes Mm -hmm. to do everything. Like let's like make this like the, the, the volcano shrines, the the water shrines. These are the, the frost shrines. And then what I was thinking is instead of like doing the shrines to unlock the tower, you do the shrines to unlock the dungeon. So just Mm -hmm. as like the tower rises, Mm -hmm the entrance of the dungeon becomes available after you can beat these shrines and the shrines kind of compound upon themselves so like this entire region's shrines are set around the hookshot, and you do all of them and unloads yep. the dungeon and guess what dungeon this is this oh, is I the like dungeon that. where you're gonna do the hookshot like a lot yeah. a lot of hookshot. so that's kind of what i was thinking um from just a mechanic side now story i don't know how they weave all that I in am- there i've long said i hope you get to play zelda i really do um I would love like a Last of Us type thing, not where you play together, but I would love to where you play as one until something mm-hmm. bad happens and then you rescue the other. Um, and that was kind of my impression from the little trailer, at least from a tease. It might be over-reading or over-promising or over-expecting, but I would love it if something bad happens to Link, so Zelda mm-hmm. is now the hero and she yeah. goes and does something until Link comes back into the fold or vice versa. And it- then together at the end, you you know, you you pair up to become super awesome.
1: It does seem like Zelda will have a more prominent role in this one. I I think she was just limited a lot to the memories in breath of the wild one. Yes. Uh, I would like to see her, even if we don't play as her, which I would be okay with. I I think I would have fun with that. It's not high up on my wish list, but I just would like her to be more prominent in like, you know, active in the story on like what's going on.
0: I do hope that the story is more linear and is more, more part of the game than, than it was. Yeah.
1: Storyline, I, to answer some of your speculative questions, Donnie, would be to learn more about the Shika and their technology. Um, I think that could answer a lot of the questions with like mixing s- things up with the shrines and, and could answer some of the questions is like, what happens to them? You know, diving more deep into the, well, how did they get there in the first place? What's, you know, because I think for as, as big as the Shika technology was in Breath of the Wild, we didn't really ever learn a whole dead. lot. Of- about yeah. them you know where did it come from where are they now
0: it just existed
1: yeah yeah
0: I think
2: um yeah it's just it's think about the timeline of this game I'm wondering this trailer is not like in the beginning of this game but like in the middle like kind of a pivot point and the beginning of this game is is you know Lincoln Zelda going down this castle and that's kind of a good first big chunk is trying to go through this introverse down underground And then once Ganondorf is released, then, you know, as Donnie said, be like more open, go out there, but it'll be still linear based. I'm thinking more of like a, you know, Link to the Past Dark World vibe to it once Ganondorf is released. Um, And then I think Link gets captured and you just play as Zelda.
0: I was going to say Ocarina of Time.
2: Oh, you say Ocarina of Time? Well, I need to play Ocarina of Time. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you.
0: But yeah, I was thinking if you release Ganon, then maybe when you come back up to the surface, like Ocarina of Time it's all different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave mm-hmm. it at that exciting
1: when do you think we'll we'll hear about this game next next year I think don't we'll think you're we'll... about it mm-hmm.
0: let's see here I, I don't think so here's what I've said now with the Corona stuff it throws everything I've said out the window so it could all be wrong mm-hmm. but assuming everything was on track here is what here's what was my original thought my original thought, was next gen, next gen releases this fall. Mm-hmm. I thought Nintendo would have ports and some game. I said it was a Mario thing this fall. And then what I said is that we would hear at E3 or in the fall direct, probably E3, that Breath of the Wild 2 was coming out on the Switch's anniversary in March of next year. So 2021, yeah. March, right? So about like a year from now. About a Friday. So <laughs> the reason I said that was... Breath of the Wild is their big grab, right? That's their big marquee thing that they have. Um People say Metro Prime, but I don't think that's going to, right, yeah. it's Breath of the Wild. So they talk about Breath of the Wild. They put a date on there, at least a, like a time frame, like March, just to keep people like, hey, you know, like, yeah, you can get a new Xbox, you know, PlayStation, but we've got Zelda game and mm-hmm. it's coming, you know, in March. It's not that far away. And then maybe they maybe they delay it. Every Zelda game gets delayed. I would expect one to be delayed. After all this, I would expect it fall after this fall. Actually, I would just yeah. put an, tack another six to nine months on it.
1: Um, they delayed the first Breath of the Wild so many times; it came out like <laughs> four delayed years it like five years. five years after. Yeah, so
2: a like Final Fantasy. I don't. Game.
1: This game is not in my immediate future, and I, I won't get in the mindset that it could come out this year, even if oh, everyone fine. else says it. I can't do that to myself. They've
0: been working on it a long time. That's the I, thing.
1: I can't do that to myself. I don't remember episode. what Shaq
0: episode it was, but there was one Shaq episode where I dug all in and I found everything I could find. And there were like Zelda, like key artwork and job listings and everything like the year before last, like wow. they've been working on it. It's been. In... doesn't
1: mean it can come out soon. They, they can take their time with it. They
0: can. And they do. And they, That's will. What, and they do. You're exactly right. They're not going to rush a Zelda game. No. Mm-hmm. They know what it means.
1: They so have the so core... many things they can do with Zelda. Until then, they can ports, they can two D, they can yep.
2: give me a link between worlds remake. Let's I, I poured it over to switch. Just, yeah, they, they have, have so Wind much Waker
1: to Wind Waker, whatever. Right
0: yeah, you are one hundred percent right. You are spot on. And then uh, the thing that I always say is, uh, I believe the I believe the Zelda fan to be Nintendo's like core customer. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to do anything that's going to like offset them. They're not going to. Zelda games don't get released unfinished. They're gonna keep it if they gotta redo it all. They'll redo it again because they right. know whenever they release a system or an upgrade or a new model or whatever there is, if there's oh, a Zelda God. game attached, ten to fifteen million people will go buy it because yeah. um, that's a core chunk of their entire audience. So
1: if they're if they're willing to start from scratch for something like Metroid Prime Four, oh. they they would definitely do that for Zelda.
0: <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. Um, But there is some, there at least there, there is at least some speculative evidence that it could be sooner rather than later. Like instead of like they're not rebuilding this world all over again. Right, they're not rebuilding this engine all over again, which was a huge part of the first one. They also have Monolith working on it, which if you haven't been following, I know most people probably wouldn't, um, and I don't even follow it that much. They've been hiring like crazy for the better part yeah. of 18 months. They are huge. And they're like over 200 employees right now. Yeah, they they're just 200
2: keep... employees. Now they, they keep growing, man. It's exactly huge. And they,
0: they're, they're, they're managing multiple projects. So mm-hmm. you've got Nintendo's internal team and you have Monolith working on it. So if you've got all that manpower working on it and let's say they've been working on it for two years in an engine and assets that already existed, I'm just saying it's, I don't think it was out of the question to say next spring. Now, with all of coronavirus and stuff, I think it's all probably all up the window. So, I, if you were asking me to place a bet, I would place a bet on fall twenty twenty one.
1: That's yeah. where I am.
0: Okay, cool. Hope that answers your question, Kim. Kelly. Kelly, sorry, I looked at the <laughs> first question. You bolded it. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it. We can't keep answering two-hour <laughs> podcasts every week. We've got plenty go. of questions. We'll get to them.
1: I love it, though. I love all the questions. I yeah. love that people are excited about this stuff.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always down to talk Zelda, for sure. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one. That's a big part of it. We
1: can just, have an hour conversation keep, about just that.
0: I can't wait for that. Oh, man.
1: Oh, I, and we will. We probably will.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll have multiple <laughs> conversations. So, man, Breath of the Wild came out. We did like a uh, two hours on it, and then I went on like four other podcasts and did two hours wow. of it, and did more. Like, yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Um, I took off for Breath of the Wild like two weeks and played Breath of the Wild for ten hours a day. <laughs> like, I just weren't <laughs> just just yeah, that's all I did. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to do anything else but that. It's like this is all I want to do. Piper, hey, we're gonna I, get to it. I'm telling I' telling you, we've worked. got t- ten questions here. We're just we're working <laughs> our way through them. We're gonna get there. Okay. Anything else, guys?
1: Well,
0: I think that's it. I love hanging out and talking to Nintendo with you too.
1: Me too. It's, it's
0: been fun. Yeah. Can't wait till Splatfest.
1: Oh my gosh. We're Splatfest. going all out. We're
0: going to spray that white
2: all over that map, Donnie. Uh huh. That's exactly we're gonna what we're going to do.
1: Smelling mayonnaise. Everywhere. Everywhere.
0: There's so many wow. other innuendo things to say. <laughs> <sighs> you're you're going to be nauseous from the smell. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> That's mayonnaise, Donnie. That's real gross. Oh, it's we're gross either way stuff. you want to cut it.
1: We're gonna we're gonna be doing um Splatfest stuff in the Discord, everyone should join us. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Definitely. We're gonna do uh we'll either throw the voice chat up or um mm-hmm. sometimes it's not always ran well, but I got a new computer. Maybe it does better. But in the past we've stood up like a video chat room like this, and then we'll just put all mm-hmm. the webcams along the stream <sighs> and just throw yeah, everybody oh, everybody in there and do just do go it. nuts with it. We'll we'll try to sh- do something I- like that.
2: I could share my screen too. On on that. Ooh, we could dual
0: room. We could have multiple rooms. That's true. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. All right, that's going to do it for us this week in the Nintendo Shack. Thank you so much for those of you watching the live show, for those of you that listen, and for those of you that submit the ever important questions. We'll answer more of them next week, and uh, keep sending them. We love having them. We will talk to you next week. Good night, Kooplings.
2: Bye bye.